0: Hello and uh, the uh, happy uh, uh, holidays. Yes, it is. It's right after Christmas. It it's, is the twenty seventh. I don't know why I checked my watch. It can't tell me the 7th. It, it only can't tells time. Oh, that's that's a good watch. It's that's what you want for Does a one watch. thing at least? It does one thing? Does it do it well? It is, yeah, that's good. It is. No. <laughs> it, stopped, it stopped ticking. Hey, it's 520. Imagine if this was an hour ago. Am I it right, stopped, buddy? <laughs> I guess it saves battery by not ticking if I don't wear it for a while. What time is it? I'm Did really... you wind it? Don't you have to wind no, watches? No, it's, it's a battery-powered one. I don't know. how. Uh, My no. other watch is automatic, which is great. Mm. It is 520. You, you don't know how to do a manual watch. Anyway, welcome back to Watch Talk with Sean and Andrew. We're just sitting here winding watches, uh talk about ones that can do the date, that Quartz. can't do the date. Um crystals automatic uh, coffee crystals Zeiss Uh, We're sponsored by Movement Watches, of course. Uh, MVMT. It's (laughs) (laughs) MVMT.com. You can use the uh, coupon checkout code. Uh, Just type in in MVMT.com backslash Sean and Andrew talk about movies and sometimes other stuff. Colon. (laughs) Dash. That'd yeah, be so funny if we fucking actually got sponsors and had to have yeah. long winded like promo. <laughs> I would refuse to do anything shorter. It's either <laughs> this or it's D, de- le- 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 which is our air guitar spelled out. Yeah. You sent me a lot of those recently, yes. like, while I was like, yeah, I'm coming by by this time. Yeah, we're in the same room. We're, uh, yeah, we're here. We're in Jersey. We're in Jersey. Um uh, New Jersey. The uh, newer one. The newer one. Yeah. Uh, not the old Jersey which of course has been lost into the sea quite like the second half of the audio uh of our of our aquaman episode there hey finger guns, finger guns. yeah i think that was my microphone that was fucked up which yeah, is but, great yeah, that, people got the gist yeah they got the gist it's great though that that's the one we're using right now <laughs> <laughs> shot in the dark we'll see how it goes we don't have we don't have headphones to throw it off though i think it's a headphones frequency thing yeah like a, I do have headphones. We're just not okay, using them because because you surprised me. <laughs> we're going in blind. Yeah, I I, I I used it to do a um, a special episode of uh, Andrew Makes a Case, which was the first one that we did since August on Mortal Engines, which I keep thinking has a, a colon, but I'm thinking of s- Mortal City Instruments. Of I keep wanting to call this movie City of Bones. I keep like. Uh-huh. Instead, it's city of wheels. It's city of wheels. <laughs> we can barely even that. The fact that the cities are on wheels feels not important in that pile of garbage. They should have city races. Like, they, yeah. Why? Why not? Yeah. Who? Like, who's who, faster, Boston or New York? I yes. Um. <laughs> but, but if it's like Boston, well, we said it in the car. I was like, Boston should be Ben Affleck mm-hmm. and. Uh, the green monster would be on the front of that city. <laughs> That's the wall. That's if, The protective wall is the green. Monster. Well, there is a protective wall in this movie, but it's for the Static City, and they blow it up. But like an entire neighborhood or three is like built into this wall, so like a million people die when they start blowing it up. It's. Yeah, it's... I'm just giving. I'm just saying things about this movie, like you have context for it, but it's just uh, the trailer looked bad. Uh yeah, the trailers were like weird. I was like, "What is this?" They gave you like major plot point reveals. They t- like the first tra- like major trailer, like it was like her trying to kill Hugo, weaving like yeah. It was like it's a like, s- like the s- 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 right. It's like the circular pit of death or whatever. Yeah, it's like a big trash chute yeah. or something. It was the trailers were weird. Like no one knew what this thing was, and it looked less realistic than the trash compactor in Toy Story Three. <laughs> Because they knew how much they needed to render, how fucking real that shit was. Just the realness of the emotions of that scene. Yeah. Just, just rendered everything oh, else. God, that was so hard to watch. Um. Hey, quick, quick tangent. Uh, I was talking to somebody last night who was saying that they got in trouble for ranking the Toy Story movies. How would you rank? Are you a big Toy Story person? I am. I haven't seen two in a really long time. Uh-huh, that's fair. I think that also is kind of indicative of two. Interesting, but I think like I haven't seen one in a long. One's time One's really good. Yeah. Three's really good too, though. I feel like three in the middle maybe drags a little bit, but two is strong across the board. Yeah, and it's got Newman. Yeah, it's got Newman. Big Al. Big Al. <laughs> he, he's Big Al, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Al's toy barn. Um, I don't I know mean, how to do it. I don't know. How, there's I mean, no... Yeah, I think I gotta go. I think I got to go 231 and I'm saying that purely because i I feel like going back to watch 1 will hurt my eyes in like a well, one is f- very 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 basic. It's crude like yes. the animation and stuff. I feel like I'd be like uh. Well, you know, I actually we I told this told you this in the car too. I just watched the story of Pixar, which is I think is a little yeah. older. I think it's probably from like 2008, so like mm. I think the last thing they talk about is like maybe even the Incredibles. No way. 2008? That was like 2004 What was it, What came after cars? Are they talking about cars? I bet they're talking about cars too in that. Maybe. I think I, that's probably where it ends. It's probably where John Laster's riding high, yeah. just being a creep, yeah, so, wearing Hawaiian yeah. shirts. <laughs> are you going to cut this too? We're just going to keep on giving you stuff to cut, huh, bud? Um, and they... I hope you leave me threatening to have more stuff to cut in here just so people are like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> He didn't bring the seeds up. Have been planted. He um, didn't bring up a national tragedy, did he? <laughs> <laughs> um the uh they were originally supposed to do a straight to T V or straight to D V D toy Story Two. Toy yeah, Story yeah. Two, and like with like nine months left, they rewrote the story and reanimated it. And, and like totally changed it and they added the Jesse um Sequence too, yeah. Um, the when she the, loved the me, the no, yeah, the no, silent. The, it was like no, they like kids won't watch a uh, no dialogue three minute, and they did. And and every like, adult who watched it, it was just like Jesus Christ. Like they, like Tom Hanks and Tim Allen were like, yeah. When we sat down and watched it for the first time, like we were both just like bawling at each <laughs> other. Apparently, they were bawling while doing like when they read the script for four. And I'm like, how can oh. they? Stop how? Let us enjoy a movie. <laughs> I can't because I'm going to be there. And I'm gonna be like, ah, and I mean, the, Toy Story was the first movie I saw in theaters when I was a baby. I was I, like three. Yeah. Geez. I don't even remember. My mom told me all I, the only thing that I know about it is what my mom told me and that was that I didn't bother anybody. I was just sitting there staring at the screen the entire mm-hmm. time because I was just so mesmerized by what was happening. High tech graphics. Here I am now. Ta- I'm trying to, I'm to rank them. Uh, I made it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you fucking did it. Yeah, Pixar is becoming to that point where it's just like I don't know why I'm even. It's like why am I going to watch Coco? Coco, have you seen Coco? Coco's great. Coco's great, but God, I watched is Moana Pixar? No, that's just Disney. Okay, because I Moana, I I bawled my eyes out Moana because the way feel like the hype hit me too much. Spoiler, well, because that's the thing. I just saw it like a couple weeks ago. That's fair, and I bald because of the grandma sequence that was that hit me home, that hit me close to home. Grandma sequence. Oh, when grandma when grandma dies. When does how she die? She just dies. She's just oh, old. Right. That's what's so sad is like it's not like some you're just like ah and it's like it's kind of similar to how I lost my both my grandmas. I was like ah. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. But, really good. Yeah. The Rock auto-tuned, though. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? what are you going to do? He's yeah, starting to... wrestlers turned actors. Oh, my God. We got a great movie. We got a great segue yeah. on our hands We're as working well. On we just We saw Bumblebee. Bumblebee. We just saw Bumblebee. Uh, we literally just saw it. Uh, we missed... Well, disclaimer. We missed, I think... We don't know how much... I'd say, like, three to five minutes. I'm going to say we missed... Everything we missed would have just been, like... Cybertron. Cybertron stuff and set then up for what we, Bumblebee like landing on Earth. Yeah. Um, so fill us in on that. I if actually... we rolled right into this. I was actually going to suggest like let's just find it online. Just I'm just curious if we actually missed anything. Yeah. Like it, what if we missed more Cena? Because like how did Cena like... Okay, so when we walked into the movie, the first thing that I saw coming through the door was John Cena being like, "He's going this way. We can't lose him." And I knew everything that was going on. <laughs> like, it's the military chasing Bumblebee. He's on the run. He can talk right now. He's breaking down trees with. Of course, every Transformer has a wrist blade in this movie, uh, not just Optimus Prime at this point. Uh, and he's like, just he's just on the run. He's getting attacked by all of them, and then a Decepticon shows up and just makes things worse and takes his voice which was yeah. kind of i was you know as a fan of the first movie that was cool to see that moment happen yeah i mean it, it kind of was necessary and yeah and like it made it set up the whole kind of like relationship and how it, like they also build up to how he talks to with mm-hmm. with the, the radio the radio yeah. it's like not right away that he yeah. starts using it. Was like, that's kind of Cool. Yeah, and um, she doesn't know what he's doing for but anyway, what did you think? I liked it. I th- I would say it's on par with the first Transformers. Yeah. Um better in some regards. In a, a lot of regards. A lot, yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's 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 really really Subdued in a great way, restrained. restrained. That was well. That's, sub- yeah, same way. Yeah. that was a better word. Restraint is a better word for it because it, there's so many op, like opportunities for crazy action scenes, and they don't do it, and it's great. And when they let loose at the end, it's like two. It's like two v one. Yeah, there's at the most there's three transformers on screen at once. The most convoluted thing was there's like a car chase near the end that is almost Blues Brothers y where it's like the military is chasing our hero uh driving bumblebee with her sort of love interest and then her parents enter the car chase and there was like a bunch of news vans that like almost got in on the chase too yeah. and I thought they were just gonna stack up a bunch of like goofy elements and have this blues brothers chase near the end of the movie but like that was like the only time where there was like but even actually, that's not even that many elements that are going on. Like, no, that's it's always like it's like a rule of three almost. It's mm-hmm. like there's three things happening. There's three transformers on screen. There's like yeah, it's simple. There's and this th- this franchise so desperately needed simple. simplification, so so much. Yeah. And like there's no MacGuffin. This is there, I, right debatably, that green thing she needed to get the end, but I was like, I don't even That's think That's was really, set up. No. Yeah, unless it was in the first scene. Which, if they did, it would have just been like, they killed somebody, and like, look at this power core. Like, <laughs> hey, well, hold on to that. That might be useful later, but like, yeah. it's... I, well, like, I was curious when they killed that transformer on that moon where they, like, cut to that, which when they did that was a crazy, like, super zoom out, which is awesome. Yeah, those are always fun when that you, like, fun. leave Earth, and it's like, it's like the Men in Black. Boom, 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 Exactly. Yeah, we... You want to talk about the Men in Black trailer? Did we, have we talked about that? <laughs> we're going to tangent, but... Oh, man. Have, did you... You... I did see that. Yeah, it's like... It looks fine. Yeah, it looks I'm fine. I'm curious. I'll see it. Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth are were good. They have great chemistry in yeah. they Rock. Yeah, they were good together, and I didn't even pick up on the fact that Hemsworth picks up a hammer at the end of the trailer. <laughs> I think you texted me that. I was like... Oh my god! Like you, you, you text me like you're like that's so stupid. And then like started typing something else. I was like, oh my god, I didn't, I didn't even like these are all like <laughs> he like picks <laughs> to, like, throw it up, it like four, throws it, and I was like, <laughs> he texts me that I was just like, so oh, it was the most on the nose reference, and I didn't even think about it for a second. I'm like, I was god, like, that what's that wrong with me? Too, where you were like, you didn't catch that, and I'm like. No what are you talking yeah about? <laughs> it's sometimes I feel like I stretch, but uh I'm glad that I didn't feel great when we were talking about Aquaman i don 't know if this is in the audio or not when he sheds his call drogo seaweed. Oh, I think him, that is in it, yeah. That is a hundred percent. Like, I, I, you, I think also saw that. Yeah, oh, and his, I, I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> it's so weird. His hair is like not in the bun that it's normally, in. it's in the ponytail like in Thrones, uh-huh. and like, uh-huh. like. I, I really do want to catch that again in theaters if I can. I'm gonna die. We, we like we hard we debated seeing. We it. almost did. I I but was yeah, I was glad yeah. that we saw this though. No, I wanted I was, to see something different. I wanted to see something different, and like this wasn't. The bet, like this, is at like a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But I, 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 my theory is just that it's like, oh, it's a good one of these. It's dude, Rotten Tomatoes. I come to, I mean, most critiques and critics in general are. It's all about expectation. Yeah, it really is. It's like you go into a Transformers movie is expecting like, "Eh, here Mm -hmm. we go, and it was like oh. This wasn't bad. And, like, it's really... Rotten Tomatoes is good versus bad. It's, like, whether I thought Mm. it was good or whether I thought it was bad. That's really it. And, like, 94 people, 94 out of 100 thought it was good versus 6 that thought it was bad. Which, but still, like, all the Transformers movies are, like, 30s and below. Well, now they are, yeah. The first one's probably fresh. The first one, I think, is, like, 59. If memory serves, it was, like, right on the edge. Just there, right on the cusp. Mm -hmm. But, and then Aquaman, I think a lot of people were just off put by it, and also maybe that had being expectations like expectations for like Wonder Woman level of of a good first two acts, and then a bad, really bad third act. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this it, doesn't have third act problems either. I don't think. Like it, it, is, it is a bad ending. I'd say the ending. The last couple of scenes were weird, and like, yeah. the credits tag stuff was really weird too. I thought yeah, that's true. And just jumping to the end because you know spoilers, but it just puts things. In place of like where all the pieces are in the puzzle, pretty much for the first Transformers movie, um, but it ends where you just like you see a shot on the Golden Gate. I love though that this was a movie that took place in San Francisco, and then at the very end they show the Golden Gate Bridge, and there's no action sequence yeah, at all on there. I was like, oh, thank God! Yeah. It's always refreshing when the Golden Gate Bridge makes so it many up. movies blow up the Golden Gate Bridge now. Uh, I thought Venom was going to and I'm realizing That's no right. Venom no, does doesn't they show it a lot but they don't they show it a lot and in the trailers lot. you could see Venom and not Venom fighting on like a big bridge that was real long and I was like positive it was gonna be there but no it's a big spaceship bridge that like goes on for five miles do you think that they changed that I they could've it would, if they fought on the Golden Gate Bridge, I would have enjoyed it more because I'm like fucking. At least this it's stupid. something real. Like, at, least at least it's something... still awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because like Godzilla does it. Uh, Pacific Rim does like, it. Godzilla does it by accident. I watched that within the last couple months, and he gets he starts getting shot. He's just like kind of touching it, and then he, people start shooting at him. He's like, eh, and he just kind of <laughs> walks through no. it. He just kind of inadvertently walks. He's like, Ooh. <laughs> Did I do that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jaleel White does a great job in the mocap for Godzilla in Godzilla 2014 uh, um, oh man but they, yeah so then there's a shot of Bumblebee who just like zooms in on a Camaro real quick and then turns himself into a Camaro which I was like uh, sure Why? well that's my question why doesn't why don't they try to set up another sequel with the two of them you know what I mean it's like they're, she, she's like go she's like leave I I agree, but also I was like just I was thinking about it on the drive back where I'm like I don't need another one. Do you think they're just gonna do different Transformers solo flex? I I don't think that that would work. If they did um, if they did an Optimus Prime movie which was like all in space and Cybertron and stuff like that, I would watch the crap out of that. Yeah, and like you can do what happened between him and Megatron or like mm. why like. They don't Go even the need, story. don't give, make them friends from the beginning, just make it that they were both, like, rising through the ranks at in alternate, like, they were just constantly fighting themselves against each other, and then they're just kind of mutual hatred, respect. Give me that! Yeah. Give me that where they, they, like, where it's like they're constantly against each other, and they only really meet each other, like, once or twice in their solo movie. Like, let me mm. see that. Because I, I think it's kind of inevitable, because, like, this didn't really have, a, a, like, a blatant sequel tag. The two of them walk through the woods, and then you see a bunch of other Autobot. So they probably aren't solo flex. Or was that setting up the fact that just the idea that the Transformers are there? Yeah, but that, it it still doesn't time out correctly. Uh, with, well, uh, because Megatron's been there from the eighteen hundreds. Optimus Prime arrives in Transformers One with Shia LaBeouf. That's right. Remember Shia Booth. <sighs> Was a... I was waiting for him to show up. Like like I wanted this is what I wanted. I wanted at the end of this movie, if you're gonna go as far as changing him into a Camaro, mm-hmm. just have him drive to Bernie Mac's <laughs> Fucking CGI. Oh, no, it was CGI. <laughs> Bernie Mac, <laughs> Bernie Mac. Oh. Poppy oh. And his poppy sitting. <laughs> yeah. No we have we have young Bobby, and then we have a CGI younger Bernie Mac who's who's just like, Hey, I found this car and like <laughs> Like really ham fistedly put all the play- the pieces in place. Yeah. It'd be like a so that'd be like what solo or something. So some Pretty other, much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was I was like, if you're gonna go for it, you might mm-hmm. as well swing for the fences and But this doesn't yeah, no, Optimus shows up though in the first movie and none of the other Autobots are there and there's a couple other like things that don't match up they don't mention the Allspark at any point so I don't know if the cyber like they just said they're setting up an Autobot base on Earth they weren't going like they weren't there for the Allspark or anything like that they're just yeah I don't know if there was uh, apparently we we did probably miss something then we had to yeah. miss something on Cybertron. Well, we see the one flashback, and it's like Bumblebee is flying away from like what looks like a base getting completely destroyed, and mm-hmm. it's like falling over, and he's like on a ship, and he's like looking out a little window, going like, Aah. and as he's like flying away, and then he's he like just... a little Superman, yeah, exactly. They give him a Superman uh, origin, this, which this is this is very Iron Gianty. Well, I was um, thinking E. T too. It's like E.T. and Iron Giant mm-hmm. and like especially in that scene where um, he's he's home alone and like destroying the house. I was yeah. like waiting for him to pick up a beer and like get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay would have done that and yeah. it would have been a course fucking light. And he would have been started like watching like fucking I don't know, Playboy Channel. He or something. would have put on the TV and he would have flipped past one of Michael Bay's old commercials, <laughs> and it wouldn't have made sense timeline-wise. But he, like Meatloaf's, uh, I would do anything for love. Video <laughs> would like be on and he'd flip past it real quick. You shot that? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Michael cool. Bay's like he's yeah. I was telling Sean about this video. I think Patrick H. Williams did a, a video essay about Bay. It might be a one or two parter. It might be in his action movie. Series that he's been doing for a while, but it's it's interesting. It's very much worth watching. I keep recommending that guy to you. I I I, I, I gotta watch it. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's uh, a yeah. it's a good movie though. This was this was a nice like breath of fresh air in the Transformers franchise. Like, yeah. it definitely. Like, I think there are more franchises. Like, I think Pirates could do use something like this. Like, they get said, rid of Jack Sparrow and just have like s- something. In there, like you can be so yeah. vaguely related to Pirates of the Caribbean, it's just the title, yeah. You know, we could see Pirates of a whole different, doesn't have to be of the Caribbean, pirates of I'd see like the South the Pacific, a- I'd Ocean. see like South Asian seas. Ooh, I don't know what that would be cool, yeah, because then there's a whole bunch of different, like they, they dip into some of that, I feel like in the third one a little yes, bit more, they do. but like not really like there's just let's just get keith richards dude fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. yeah let's just get a bunch of old rock stars in a boat together but that's the movie i mean i it wouldn't be good but remember the fifth did you see the fifth one yeah oh god so did we talk bad. about it for this i don't think so uh, I, don't I talked don't. about it i didn't see it in theaters i saw it like I think I do like that. I don't even remember. I saw it in theaters in a three D RPX with a friend from work. <laughs> and we like me and my one friend from work have seen some shitty stuff yet. We saw that was who I saw Harry Potter and the crimes of Fantastic Beasts and Grimm there too. Um which there too. <laughs> Another bad Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp movie. Yeah. Um Oh, I should apologize to that friend because now I'm realizing the, the, all the other crap that we've seen together. <laughs> and we always reference it back and forth. She keeps quoting Grimes of Grindelwald at me where oh, Nicholas no. Flamel's in it and he, at one point he just goes, I haven't seen action in 200 years. And she keeps quoting that at me just being like that was the that was the point where she was just done. Wait, Nicholas uh, Flamel, they always talk about him. What's the first who's one? this Sorcerer's Stone guy? He shows up in this for no reason. Who's it? Who is it? Is it's, it some... it's a... Comedy guy. I don't remember who it is though. It, they look like Spike Jones in old, in old people makeup though. It's weird. It's weird. I don't want to talk about the Crimes of oh, Grindelwald. No. Then he shows up at the end to like put out a bunch of magic fires. That's the ending of that movie. Okay, and, they, right. and he goes, "We have to stop it or it'll destroy all of Paris." Which is the only reason we know that there's stakes. <laughs> 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 it's it's fucking it's really bad. Um, That's what happens when you milk a franchise. There's, like... And then you get a Bumblebee, bringing it back. Bringing it back. Yeah, this... I, I... Well, I was gonna say, at the end, Optimus and Bumblebee are there, and they're, like, setting stuff up. I would see, like, an... Opti- I would see, like, a Bumblebee and Optimus... I would see a movie titled, like, Bumblebee and Optimus Prime, or Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Like, I would watch, like... like team up. I would watch a team-up about the two of them working together, like, trying to save the rest of the Autobots from something. I, I don't know if... I, or... Like because I was thinking about it like I don't need a sequel like I really enjoy these characters and everything but I don't know what else where it goes. Yeah if they need to bring her back in it'll be in a really hamfisted convoluted way like it'll be something stupid. She's in college That and... was Transformers 2 though <laughs> Ooh, you could do that better though it could just like have like the Transformers go to a frat party. And, like, actually Michael you know, Bay directed way Michael Bay directed one sequence in this one he made us do it and me starting to beat me up um, <laughs> if I didn't let him and I, I I had to edit it and stuff too and uh, you'll know it when you see it and it's uh, it's the scene where the transformers go to a frat party <laughs> oh man that does have one of my favorite jokes in the second one though. Dude, it's like the two frat dudes, and Shia Buff's like, "Oh, they just want to go get you a tighter shirt or whatever." That was a good line. There isn't a tighter ch- shirt. We shit. And then they like, he like throws his hand up behind him, and the dudes like, they don't even like move their. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> you know what's great about this movie? None of the side characters are fucking annoying. Yeah, like the parents. They the get parents, parents were great in this movie. Yeah, I don't know who the dad was. He the looks step familiar. End. I thought it was West Bentley, and I got really excited because <laughs> so he's bearded West Bentley <laughs> popping up again. What, did, what else did he pop up in? That was like there Interstellar. Was, Interstellar. There's something else I feel like where he like popped up at the end. I uh, well, he's or in, maybe I'm thinking of Colin Hanks oh, in. Fall Out. Ju- Mission Possible Fallout that's what it was yeah. that's what it was yeah yeah no I just wanted to... he's at the end of Mission Possible <laughs> Fallout doing like he's doing Greenpeace stuff or whatever with like he's, he's Michelle married, Monahan. yeah he's married to Michelle Monaghan uh, and Tom Cruise is like oh fuck uh, yeah, it's <laughs> just not good <laughs> I, you know, I probably said this the last time we talked about Fallout but I said when you watched it again because you watched it again recently right I didn't actually I only watched the special features okay, well, when, you, when you go back and watch it again just keep in the back of your mind when uh when uh um uh, when Ving Rhames tells Michelle Monaghan to go be with her husband, just let, just keep in the back of your mind how great it would be if she just reached over and grabbed his hands and said, "I already am." <laughs> just just keep that in the back of your mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm gonna now. Yeah, uh, West Bentley. I, I thought it was him, but it's not. I, it's, I, um. His name is Steven Schneider. What's he in? He's in Broad City. He's in Lucifer in an episode. He's in All About the Washingtons for an episode. You're the worst. Six episodes. A lot of sh- lot of TV. Yeah, a lot of TV. Mostly yeah. TV. He's he. You've seen him on shows. He he looks like happy endings. Yeah, I feel like he's a Yeah, he's more of a comedy guy, right? Twenty twelve Supernova. Um, <laughs> Yeah it's it's mostly TV He looked, he looked really familiar though um, he, he was the only dude who was like Or only side character who was like borderline Really annoying He's he's a little goofy but he's not over the top And like He's really good at not being like cartoonish And the movie really makes you not like him in the beginning But by the end of it it's like He kind of saves He's, he's well meaning and like the movie actually Conveys that pretty well where it's like He's well meaning and trying to understand it. I think it's his stepdaughter right? Yeah um, her uh, her mom, Haley Steinfeld's mom, remarried. or is it was, like redating. Are they? Mar- I, don't, I, think, I don't think, think they were together. Re-dating. They were living together. Yeah. Um. Uh, her mom's Pamela Algen, I think. Yeah. From Child uh, Fornication. And she's in Louis. Louis. Um, now and... yeah, she's great. And when I saw that she popped up with this, guy, I feel like I remember seeing her name on like a cast list or something, but I wasn't sure if she was like a robot or not. She's because she's done voice acting. Oh yeah, she's um. Oh, what is she... Shit, um... I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> she's, um, not, she's not a Powerpuff girl. She's not like Buttercup, no, right? No, she's in a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, she's great. Um, getting uh, Better Things. Getting Better? Better Things is uh, the show that she's at. Bob's Burgers. Um, she's Hayley Walowitz in Big Bang Theory. Um... She's great, and she was really good in this, where, like, even the little brother character is, like, he's, like, a karate master. That's, like, his bit for most of it. Yeah. But it never really comes up, and he's just, like, overly confident about him being in karate, but it's... Even, like, their sibling relationship, like, is pretty good near the end. Yeah. Like, everybody's, like... In the it's it's sweet in the sense where it's like everybody ultimately just tries, they all try to help each other out at the end and it's like, no. Oh, it kind of brings the family together and like because they're you know. kind of fractured because Haley Steenfeld's really not over the death of her father mm-hmm. and, you know, it's She's so not over it, she can't die if like she used to. <laughs> that was an instance, dude. Oh my god started laughing because I was like, Why are you la- Oh my god she was down in the water I was like oh Once no. I saw she climbed up she she was gonna so there's this whole thing where she used to dive and she threw out all her she throws out all of her diving trophies. That's like one of the first things she does in the movie. And then later on Bumblebee watches a video of her diving uh, and she's like, Who why'd you watch that? And her dad's filming it and you find out that monologue actually kinda worked. Yeah. It was really over dramatic, but it like it worked, where she, uh, that was the last time she saw her dad, was when she was diving, uh, and he had like a heart attack not long after that, and he just passed away from that, and they used to like build cars together and stuff like that, um, so she can't dive anymore, and there's a scene where they go to a party, let's talk about, okay, you know- That was weird, that scene was weird. That scene was weird, I will say, the only annoying side characters are all the other- Teenagers? They seem thirty. They're like thirty-five-year-old teenagers, <laughs> and this is where the movie gets like a little wet, hot American summery. Because I'm like, yeah, such caricatures of like what Buldy high school popular kids are. Like, remember when? So in the beginning, she likes she like works at a fair, or carnival kind of thing. Carnival. She's like, we're and, at the lemonade stand, and yeah. she spills lemonade on the hot popular dude. And he takes his shirt off, and it's just like the giant and the young boy. <laughs> <and he has laughs> An girl, like, oh, and then he's no. not wearing his shirt for the rest of it, and then like the other girls that he's like with are like really mean to her, and it's it's like thirty five year old like chi- like blonde chick who's just really mean, and then like and they're supposed to be the same age. They're supposed to be the same she, age. She says she just turned eighteen. Her birthday's in the like because you playlist. got Look, Michael Bay needs he still produced this thing, all right. <laughs> you gotta remind the audience. still so gonna be like, Romeo "Look, hey, it's cool. She's 18. From this point forward in the movie, it's all good. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, sit back, relax. I got you. It's like Michael. We didn't need you to do that. Don't cut this one out. I think this no, is, is. I not, think this I is important. As, good. No, I, I had no intention to do that. Because <laughs> I, I, laughed at that point. Because they make a point of it in the fourth one of like the romance, Julia. Yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, like and then there's no underage people in five. I think maybe that was the issue. <laughs> I think I watched <laughs> ten minutes of the last night and Did, I was so confused. You watched Stanley Tucci drunk as Merlin, improving yeah, to, yeah. to nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, the what's it called? So yeah, so the hot uh, the hot boy and then the girl are. Literally, like, stare at her when they're like, and then start making out, and then get into their individual cars and drive off. So, it's which is a great way to overly visualize, like, what she, she wants a car, she wants to be popular, and maybe wants that dude. I don't know. She's that's the thing. I was like, is she supposed to get that guy? Like, I couldn't, it was that was that whole like that bit was like weird. She's kind of asexual throughout like the whole thing, like, she's not, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. we'll get it. Yeah, we'll get into that. But like, anyway, so they they bring up that that dude and those bullies come back where her and her love interest slash friend. It's weird where they kind of leave that off. Yeah. Um, they uh, are driving around in Bumblebee, and they're kind of on like a date. He's been he lives across the street and keeps trying to meet her, and he also works at the carnival and he keeps trying to meet her. Yeah. and then uh, they finally he finds out about Bumblebee when he goes to try and introduce himself finally. So then they go out. Uh, And then they drive to like a cliff and there's a bunch of people partying there. And it's just the the, the hot boy from earlier is just now just in his underwear. And he's like, come on, we're gonna jump off the cliff. And then they... Like they're gonna make her do it because she used to dive, and I I liked how they did it where she stands up. They do like a vertigo shot, yeah. Of her looking down, and then it's just like her stepping back, and everything just goes out of focus. Yeah, I like that. That was well done. But I the right before that was awful when he jumps in because it felt like he jumped like ten feet, like the way his like like it, he jumps. It's like an overhead shot, the same shot, and he jumps, and then he sinks down. Like he gets a little smaller, and then he hits the water. I'm like didn't feel like it was a long jump at yeah. all. Like it there just, were a lot of rocks around. Yeah. It wasn't, it was, you know, it, look, it was a dangerous jump. I wouldn't jump. have done it. I, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have been first. <laughs> I would have maybe done it. I would have done after it. watching multiple people do it. <laughs> and I would have been freaking out and the water would probably be real cold. I would go, eh. I That's Northern California. It would have been freaking freezing. Mm-hmm. It was like by San Francisco, right? Just outside San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, so. You could tell because of the Golden Gate Bridge. Well, they also say it's like it's a city outside San Francisco when like the energy thing goes out. Like they they tell you on the screen what town it is, and then they tell you in dialogue what it is, and then they Jesus. tell you that it's outside of uh, Jesus. Um, so she's afraid to dive, and at the end of the movie, she has to climb a big radio tower. And when Bumblebee kills one of the bad guys, he lets he uses a bunch he lets a big a big wall of water into uh, the docks. And it's cool. And then it's like a moment later, I realize, uh... I <laughs> <laughs> started laughing, and I'm like, why are you... Oh, my God. <laughs> so they had to get her to dive at some point. And, like, I knew she was going to climb up, and I was like, well, she's not really for her to, like, dive into. And then the water came in, and they did a shot of her, like, looking down. And then it was, like, right before she did it is when I realized it. And I just started laughing, because it was, it's really amphistic. I I thought of Lethal Weapon 6 or 5. Okay. When they were it's like you've you've achieved what you failed at the beginning. <laughs> when he shoots the basketball <laughs> <laughs> it's good this I think that's six. I was thinking of Lethal Weapon Five when uh, Bumblebee was is chained up at one point. <laughs> And he's hanging he's hanging from chains and they're like punching him in the gut and now stuff. You will get it. <laughs> Oh, that's great. The the weapon. Five and six come to mind. There are some really half-fisted stuff. But, like, it works. And it's yeah. it's kind of, it's just the overall tone of the movie, It like, it's endearing. You know, it's like, it's just yeah. like a, I told my mom, she's like, what'd you think? I was like, it was a cute movie. It was. It was like a, I never thought I would say that about a Transformers movie. They're usually gross. They're usually horrible. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. They're full horrible. of horror. They're full of horror. So they're horrifying. Horrible, horrible. That's a new word. Not good. No. In the short. first one is good. First one's good, and this takes all of the elements that really work in the first one that kind of get drowned out as like the action and stuff kind of picks up and on just, it. Just like fucking world building and just yeah. unnecessary fucking backstories, and it yeah. just get. But the Transformers franchise just got so big so fast, like yeah, in scope and just like. It's like, why are Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox in this still? Like, mm. what are they doing here? Yeah, there's no reason. By the second movie, it was like, okay, it didn't. I fell sense. asleep when I saw the second movie in theaters. I saw the second movie at midnight. I've probably talked about this before. I got all my brothers, my neighbor, and a couple other friends to go, and it was so bad. Like halfway through, I was like, oh god, I can't, <laughs> I, can't. I can't face anybody after this. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just not. Uh, this was a really good like. This was the best. I'd say this was probably the best one, but I still, I mean, the first one's still my favorite. The first one has a lot of good comedy in it, too. It's, like, almost the Shia LaBeouf teen movie, and then Transformers show up. Like, it's, like, Disturbia, and then Transformers show up. And then Transformers show up, yeah. It's, like, there's some good shit. Like, he's really good in that. He's good. Yeah. The I don't parents know. Parents are, like, not super annoying yet. They're only kind of annoying, but they, it's like, in a funny way. And then they just. They're funnier in that, but they're yeah. still, like, annoying. And the, the comedy is because of how annoying they are. Yeah. Like, there's no one in this movie who's annoying for the sake of being annoying. Yeah. Um, and it's. Yeah, it's fucking great. Both the bad guys are kind of fun. But you know <laughs> who's the funniest? Johnson. John Cena that, that guy, you know, who every time he was on screen, we can only assume he was on screen because I couldn't see a goddamn thing. Uh, the <laughs> Sean's doing the hand in front of the face thing. He is really hamming it up in this. He's made out of ham. He's not made out of beef in this. I mean he's he's, he's a beefy guy. He's, but he's made out of fucking ham. Dude, um, the whole like Cold War shit too is so funny. I it's love. Brought I up love like that. twice. It's, it's brought up like twice. You know, <laughs> it's a few times. The it's like three times. The Andrew. old man. Okay, all right. Let's name them. The old man watching TV is like the Russians are gonna blow us up all away. Anyway. Yeah, and then there's a uh, general war room scene, and they're like talking about like, well, if we don't help these. Decepticon. John Cena also, like he, you know he says it what everyone's thinking. He is he is the smartest person in the movie because he's just like, their names are Decepticons. That kind of makes me think we shouldn't trust them. Like Thank great. You. Thank you, somebody said it because like in the earlier the two bad guys meet John Cena and like we are Decepticon ambassador, ambassadors, and I'm like, l i am like I literally had the thought, like, that doesn't raise any fucking flags for you, yeah. John, yeah. Jonathan J <laughs> Cena. Johnny His name's Burns or something in this But his name's John Cena He's hilarious And they do a thing I think with him Where they like cut him off Every time he says something Like they cut him off Like there's a scene where the, the stepdad uh, Is like yeah I stole something once when I was a kid And then John Cena just goes yeah we know And it, it, <laughs> immediately after it cuts, cuts to the next thing <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, he's like, Puberty makes you do weird things I stole a box of Malamars once And John Cena goes yeah we know <laughs> That's, that was a great joke. That was a great that joke. Really it Felt improbred. It felt improv The delivery yeah. of it felt very off the cuff. I don't yeah. know if it, if it he's, was. He's idea. not a bad actor, but like he has like they didn't. I don't think his dialogue was great in this. It's like really cheesy, but also eighties movie kind of works. He his turn in this to me it wasn't as good because it did feel cheesier and like I wasn't sure if I was laughing at him too much yeah. but like one of the first things when we walked in like he's there's suddenly one of the first shots is him behind like this huge gun with like a harpoon on it and stuff and it's just this awesome shot of John It's just like don't move and it's like awesome uh, but him in this to me kind of felt like the rock in Fast 5
1: yeah. like
0: there's a part near the end where Bulbby's like behind a big hangar door and a bunch of soldiers show up, and they're already, like, planning C4 and stuff on the door. And John Cena's just walking towards you. He just goes, there's a door in my way! <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. I, 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 that's the spinoff I want to see. I, I, see, think, I was going to say, I think they should build it around Cena. I think he needs to be in the rest of these. He yeah. needs... Not being the main character, but him being, like, the person that comes back. Like, have another... Like have another kid or another person have like a he's the Colson yes in a lot of ways but yes. like we don't we don't need to see what happens to or Nick Fury you, yeah. yeah let's like see him, let's see him get to that point though yeah. and, and then the post credit scene for the next one can be him hiring young John Turturro. <laughs> I was waiting for a DH John Tuturo because they do they do do Sector Seven I, Sector oh, Seven. God. Dude, when they're when they like have the Decepticons like linking up to everything, and they're like, it's like they're some creating some sort of and like takes off glasses internet. Like yeah. it's like basically that. <sighs> it's so good. I actually really I enjoyed the Decepticons working with the like or, like using well, work, the humans. Yeah, using humans. Because uh, the one dude, it's that actor who he's in a bunch of stuff. I don't know his name. Um, Something Ortiz, I think. Um, not David Ortiz. is it? No. It's, um, it might be Miguel Ortiz or something. I think, Dave I do no. Dave Barista. Dave uh, John Ortiz. John Ortiz? Dr. Um, Powell. He's, he's in Silver Linings Playbook. He... Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. Is he? He was in the Cloverfield Paradox. You know, we all remember. Oh, him. God, he's Monk. That's right. He yeah. was, actually, he was probably one of my favorite characters in that. I liked him a lot in that. I, I literally don't remember anything from that <laughs> movie. I think I did. I think he's the person I'm talking about. Uh, I liked him a lot. But he's like I, super religious and uh, in Kong Skull Island Oh yeah um, He's like he's silently Just in a lot of stuff Yeah um, He's good uh, And Fast and Furious 6 Yep Paul Walker goes Has to Yeah it's a whole thing I'm not gonna get into it um, Fast and Furious. The Yeah he's the bad guy In the fourth one And then Paul Walker Needs to get information On why Michelle Rodriguez Is still alive And then that dude Bridges He's He taught he He's the one who starts To explain why all the Villains are connected It's great uh, and Paul Walker has to get himself arrested in order to get this information. It's great. Um, RIP. Uh, the. What was I going to say? The uh, Yeah, that scene was great because it's just like two robots connected to a bunch of wires. And like the way that all those shots were framed were like super symmetrical for some yeah. reason. I was like, this is goofy, but I'm like digging it. Yeah, the, the way they deliver that internet line, it's like they're connecting our phones and satellites and. It's GPS data on top of data it's, it's like all in, interweb interconnected <laughs> web <laughs> I just I they're like... saying everything but internet yeah, it's like... <laughs> but I, no, I it's great no, I, was, I, I even take that because it's like you sure have the Decepticons inadvertently create like the they internet. create the internet just as a means to like do like that's almost like a survival skill for them yeah where it's like, it that's so simple, where it's like, okay, you're on an alien planet, and you need to track somebody. If there's a primitive life form that has some technology, you can, if if they have something that can connect to all, like, if they have communications, you can use that to create the an internet. Like, it, it felt that way, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, and like, I was also kind of cool. like, well, because also, the internet was used by the Pentagon in the 60s, so they could already kind of yeah. If you're getting real world with it, but I don't think you need to. You don't have you to in this movie where... You don't really need to. But yeah, it, it was like, yeah, I, I was into it. I, It didn't really make that many leaps. I mean, besides the transformer stuff, obviously, like the... Yeah. Like, it was, it was grounded. It was like, you could tell what was going on. Like, the shots lasted longer than a second... <laughs> we were talking about that in the car yeah. the, during the fight scenes and stuff it kept feeling like just from the visual language of all the other movies like it, I kept thinking that it was going to cut and I, was, it like, I could almost feel when the fight scenes would be like a couple of punches in the same shot are like, and it's not going to slow-mo it's not they didn't do any speed ramps right? no oh that's great I don't think so yeah, there's yeah. There was no like yeah. There was no yeah. There was an awesome one. Like everything was like sped up. It's kind of like Man of Steel, where it's like it was cool that it was fast. There was a point where Bumblebee gets thrown in the one fight, and mid air he turns into the car and he kind of does a U turn, and he speeds up at the other Decepticon he's fighting, and he transforms midair and like fucking flying Superman punches him. It's, it's the only, cool. The one thing I thought was a little not goofy, but I just kept doing like, why are they doing that? Was that the two Decepticons would go from, like, they would start as cars. Yeah, they're triple changers. Yeah, and then turn into, like, they would get, like, their speeding start on, as a car and then change into a helicopter. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do that? Like, it just well, feels unnecessary. Because it's fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Picking up speed. Like, like, they would they would yeah. land as a helicopter and then turn into the car and then turn into the the transformer. I'm like, oh, okay, it just looks real cool, man. I don't sure. know what else to tell you. <laughs> Plus, the thing is, like, we've seen so many different versions of these now. It's like, okay. Yeah. like, well, because now, like, isn't it onto like nanobots in the other Transformers, the, like nanotechnology or whatever? <laughs> in the fourth one, yeah, they were made, they were the man made ones, man made out of Transformium, and they would just turn into a bunch of geometric shapes. Oh my god, not like Transformium. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> like I'm not getting into this. And they would like turn it would it, it it wouldn't look like it was like a bunch of like metal and stuff. It would look like it was like it would almost be like an Xbox loading screen or something. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Mm. Where it's a bunch of like abstract like c- computery shapes, and then they would like it would like they that would like float through the air, and then they would reform as like trans. It was bad. <laughs> Speaking of uh goo. <laughs> you have been working on your segues. Uh yeah, this was great. There's there's a gun Yeah, that one of the Decepticons has that when it shoots humans turns them into goo. And they pop. And it's like it's not like gory, it's it's like clear goo. Yeah. And the first time when the when the Decepticons land, it's, it's like it's it's is, is, <laughs> this, that scene's kind of Michael Bay ish because it's like the most stereotypical like a hick person in yeah. a Texas kind of like it's gas guzzling ch- gas is like what I it's called it's assuming, or Yeah, um, and he's like his wife or girlfriend is like who for some reason she's from she know, is the mom from Grounded for Life, and I was like it. I'm like why are you in this bit part? Yes. In in Bumblebee, like what? Yeah, it it was weird. It was like I know her from things. She's been in a bunch of sitcoms. She was in that one with Patrick Warburton too. Yes, could may or may not have existed. Who can say? Rules of Engagement. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That show probably was in Price. Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector, Um, (laughs) The Ranch. She's in The Ranch. Yeah, Rules of Engagement. Yeah, yeah. so. So she's got a brand. I guess maybe. I guess. So they, the he's like my car, like don't crash in my car, and it crashes into everything else but the car, and then the second one crashes into his car. It's like a crazy explosion too. Yeah. it looks practical too. It did. It, it was looked, cool. It, it looks good. Like, it, it's like oh, it crashes through a truck. That's right. And it then crashes the truck flips through it. over. And it was like and then into the. Like, that like, a was like, probably the biggest thing that happens in this movie in terms of like explosions and. Yeah, because some of the stuff at the end, the last thing is Bumblebee kills the one Transformer, Angela Bassett, (laughs) inexplicably, uh, by, by shooting, like, a big, like, gate that's holding in water in, like, a harbor, and it floods in, and then a boat comes rushing in with it, and it, like crushes it her. crushes her it likes the boat like slams into the edge and it pins her in between she blows up it's a good kill yeah. i really i was like that was that was, was the other cool. one oh the other one was great too <laughs> he kills the other one bumble is three kills in this yeah. movie and they're all great yeah. um he throws a chain into the helicopter one when it's a helicopter and it starts to tangle up so he, so justin Thoreau inexplicably, uh, transforms uh, into his robot form again, and it's still, like, kind of tightening him around him, and he's like, no, trains can hold me or something, but just pulls the chain, and it, like, rips him apart, where he's like, (laughs) he basically hellraisers him a little bit, it's cool and the first kill was the, the jet in the beginning, uh, blitzwing or whatever, yeah, he, like Flips around, opens up his like missile on his tank, like wrist and pulls it out and stabs him with it. And, and he, it. And really then he cool. shoots it and it blows him up. Yeah. It was that was that was good. I was like, oh okay, yeah. like I understood everything and that happened there. What happened, yeah. It wasn't like the other movies where it suddenly it'll just go into slow mo and he'll just like, hopefully, he'll just like punch his gun into someone's face and shoot him at the same time. I th- he kills Soundwave that way, maybe in the third one feels right. I maybe. (laughs) Don't worry about it. The I don't know. Yo, Soundwave is in this movie. He has a quick cameo, and it's great, because he just looks awesome, and he shoots fucking Ravage out of his chest while fighting Optimus Prime. Oh, shit. What? Travis Knight directed this. The only other movie he did was Kubo Kubo. and the Two Strings. Did you know that? You didn't know. He's also CEO, I think, and president of Leica. Oh, wow. So, that was the thing. This movie is directed by a stop-motion guy. Interesting. Which... I, I can't think of a lot of... A, Henry Selick's the only other person who I can think of who who that I know is a predominantly like a stop-motion animation director who did live-action, and his live-action movie, of course, is... Well, there's two. The oh. live-action... Seg- uh, don't look it up. I'm just going to let you know. The live-action segments of James and the Giant Peach are him. Uh, okay. Because he directed that. And then, of course, his other one is... I'm just going to start throwing names at you until maybe you guess. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to remember who's all in it. Um, I know for a fact Chris Catan is in this movie. Predominantly in the third act. Undercover Brother? It's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: No. The guy who made Nightmare Before Christmas did not direct <laughs> Undercover Brother. Uh, he also did Coraline. Um, yes. Um no. <laughs> I don't remember who else is in this movie. Um and if I see the main actor, alright, so you got Chris Catan. Yeah. It's directed by Henry Selleck, who did Nightmare Before Christmas, and James the Giant Peach. He's uh-huh. a stop motion guy. Yeah. And it's a Brendan Fraser vehicle. Blast from the Past No, it is also not Bedazzled. George of the Jungle? No, not George the Jungle. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you don't know Monkey Bone? No. You don't know Monkey Bone? You don't know what that is at all? No. Well, um, I saw it maybe a yearish ago, and I don't. How can fucking? Speaking say. of Brendan Fraser, <laughs> that picture I saved. The Doom Patrol one. Yeah. Yeah, he's Robot Man. Um, oh man. Yeah, he's uh, looking. The cyborg looks pretty bad, but it can't be worse than Justice League, so. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, oh boy. I want Justice League after Aquaman. I legitimately want Justice League two, and I want it to be the Legion of Doom. I want them to do it. I want them to, to, to just course correct, Eisenberg, barrel on through. Fucking Joe Manganiello, sure. Black mana. Black back. Um, uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. Oh, yeah. Because that's going to be goofy as shit. They, oh, yeah. These are the One goofiest the, I'm waiting, characters. I'm very excited to see that first image of her. They haven't released it. You have no idea what she looks like. What is that movie, though? What is Wonder Woman 84? No, no. What is it? Like, what know. is that going to be? I don't know. It's in the 80s now. It's 1980, It's 1984. Chris Pine's back. What's going on here? I have no idea. It's. Uh, well, yeah. it also Patty Jenkins just has a new like miniseries with him, like, mm-hmm. and they just wrapped shooting this. So I'm like, did they shoot that before Wonder Woman eighty four? Probably. Like, she was I probably guess... able to do whatever the fuck she wanted after Wonder yeah. Woman, um, which is cool. Um, Chris Pine is in right, is into go. the into the uh, Spider Verse. So, he's one of the Peter Parker. Right? Yeah, I didn't know that. he's the the one in the beginning apparently they tried to get toby which makes sense but to do it he's like no the only animated movie i'm gonna work on boss baby <laughs> be the narrator in that it's gonna be me and there's a boss baby reference there it made. is it wasn't me that made it yep that's another movie i've seen with the same co-worker jesus christ <laughs> uh but yeah um okay monkey bone tangents aside um what a sentence uh having like a stop motion director come in and basically make a big cgi toy movie makes the most sense and i feel like that's why this movie works so well it's like he is somebody who needs to meticulously plan out shots yeah that scene where bumblebee's in the house just poking around and stuff should have been insufferable but i was like this is actually pretty great where he's just kind of like poking around and yeah, no, I, I love that scene. That that gave me the E.T. when he's E.T.'s home alone, like, drinking yeah. and fucking around. And, and it has a purpose in yeah. the end where it's, he accidentally sticks his finger into an electrical socket and that's what lets the two bad guys know where he is. And I was like, when that happened, I was like, okay, this is good storytelling. Because it's like, there was a purpose to all of him just, like, actually. That was the biggest thing at the end of the movie, too. I was just like, he, he still destroyed that family's house. <laughs> I was upset about that. <laughs> there, there, yeah. No one fixed it. Yeah. John Cena. Cena, John Cena came over a couple of times afterwards, but he wasn't like, hey, we'll take care of this. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll clean it up. Yeah. Sector 7, we'll clean it up. Yeah. yeah, no, I liked the... the All the government shit looked really cool, too. The Like, the... The computers and like the, the boards and all that. Like, I liked the look of all the Sector 7 yeah. stuff. I liked the look of the film in general. Yeah, I don't know who shot it, but it. Um, Sean's gonna look it up. Let's the, find that out. Also, I'm gonna double check on the writer, cause I was. It was written by. Um, oh, she did. Uh, it's a good writer, which is why it's like. What was it? We'll, we're, we'll find out. Uh, Christina Hodson. Mm-hmm. She wrote "Shut In," "Unforgettable," and has six upcoming projects. She's writing the Birds of Prey movie. Interesting. Ooh, that was the same. That's weird. Cinema- she's, uh, yeah, she's writing Birds of Pl- Birds of Prey and apparently Batgirl. Hmm. But I don't know if Batgirl's even happening anymore. Yeah. Know. Oh, sure. Josh Whedon, um, cinematographer um, Enrique Chit. Chidak. he has worked on The Maze Runner, 127 hours, 28 weeks later, 28 weeks later. He's done some cool stuff. Deep Water Horizon with Marky Mark. Marki Mark. Hey, I got a good DP. Uh-huh. You should shoot your bumblebee flick. You should shoot your Also, this movie has one writer, one writer credit. That's crazy. That's probably why it's good. That's probably that's 100% why it's good. It's like a clear what? story. My God doesn't happen with these things it's usually like a couple of them it was usually um orky and the other guy oh god yeah kurtzman yeah, kurtzman and orky shit not uh, franchises left and right shit on what did they i'm assuming they didn't write the third star trek because the third star trek was really good i think it was simon pegg simon pegg and i know he was like a one of the writers simon pegg was like i think a late like a game time decision like third quarter like we gotta you got fucking. Simon, like, just somebody write this thing we needed out on the 50th anniversary. Um, yeah. Yeah, Simon Pegg written by Doug Doug Young? Doug Jung? I don't know. Gene Ronberry obviously characters. Robert Orkey, uncredited. Patrick McKay, uncredited. Don John D. Payne, uncredited. Joe Cornish was gonna do that at some point. He did Attack the Block. He's like Edgar Wright's mm-hmm. partner. He's a new movie coming out, which, when I saw the trailers for, I was like, that looks kind of bad. I don't know why this is getting, like, a big... Like marketing push online right now. Mm. And then I found out who direct, who it was Joe Cornish. I was like, what? It's the, the kid who would be king? Have you seen anything for that? No. It's like the King Arthur story with all the kids in like England? I don't know. We already got our King Arthur story. <laughs> Go on. It was Okay, thank you. <laughs> He's like, Charlie who name? What are you? Where are you going with this? <laughs> uh, I feel like... Oh, dude, speaking of Guy Ritchie, how bad... Uh, Aladdin look. Oh God! If, is Guy Ritchie a good director? Not any. Let's. No. I feel like we should have like a, a an essay, like a, an audio essay on if Guy Ritchie is a good director. Well, what has he done? He's done Snatch. Snatch is good. Lock, Stock is good. The two Sherlock Holmes with RDJ. I hate the second one. I haven't even seen them. The second movie, I don't know what the mystery they're trying to solve is, but I do remember when they f- start figuring stuff out, they're just like, basically, <laughs> it's twins, Basil. <laughs> like twins factor into it at the end. Twins, twins, Basil. Basil. <laughs> tw- 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 <laughs> Hook up. <laughs> Hook up with Japanese twins. It's on his list of things to do before you die. Um, what's it called? Uh, he did Man from Uncle, which wasn't bad. I want to watch that. I haven't seen that yet. It wasn't bad. It yeah. was like a solid like six point five, seven you know, out of ten. You know why? Because I like Army Hammer. I like Henry Cavill. They're but both a, pretty good. And not a lot of people like. I feel like those are two guys who would like were thrust into being movie stars probably before they were ready. Yeah. And it's cool when that happens with certain actors, it's cool to see how they pull out. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, Army Hammer, I think, finally got something great with Call Me By Your Name. And is he in that RBG movie? I don't know. With Baby he Gingler. was or Car- not, Well, it's not RBG, it's called the On the Basis of Sex. Second, yeah. He with, was uh, with um, Felicity Jones. Yeah. Um, he was in um, Sorry to Bother You. And he's not in it that much he's basically like the bad guy but it still feels like it's like he's just having a good fucking time yeah. it is weird um he's in the entourage movie doesn't he play himself as like a real dick yeah, yeah it's great <laughs> it's uh, silence. the uh <laughs> that's what I'm saying though like it's cool to see him start to figure out like this would be Batman dude yeah that's what I'm saying he's gonna be Batman Justice League mortal I could see him as like a booster gold at this point. <laughs> he's, he's, a great like, gold. he's like he's like heir to the arm and hammer fortune in real life. So he's fucking six foot five and there's two of him. Yeah. There he's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm six foot five, 220, and there's two of me. <laughs> uh uh like he could be a a pretty good booster goal i feel if he just kind of let him dive into like the ego of it oh yeah for sure and like he he does comedy really well too and i think he can't do that without and you know who is kind of a Booster Gold? And like, if they went with like the DC older version of all the characters, how they're kind—I of, feel like everyone's kind of older in the DC movies. I forget if we talked about those, but I feel like Momoa in Aquaman. There's times where I was embarrassed because I was like, "Aren't you like 40? Like, yeah. what are you doing?" Yeah. Like, He's 38, 39. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, uh, Greg Kinnear was uh, in uh, Mystery Man. He's basically Booster Gold. He basically is Booster Gold. You're yeah. right, Captain Amazing. Yeah." and they just horrifyingly just, like he dies that death scene is crazy <laughs> I haven't seen Mystery Men in a minute it's, it, it's so good <laughs> <laughs> the cameos in that movie are insane Cook, Michael Bay Michael Bay is in it CeeLo Green and the not so goody gang uh, CeeLo Green of course not a good not person not so either. goody person yeah not so good person um, there's <laughs> Janine Garofalo recently did a set in, uh, in Philly at like one of the smaller comedy theaters which is cool mm-hmm. um and we were talking about it at an improv practice afterwards, and somebody was like, I'm not even sure who Janine Groffalo was. I was like, Come on! <laughs> She's the bowler in Mystery Man. <laughs> Which people She's like, the What the are camp you camp counselor in Wettenhaus. She's I in should, a lot of oh, shit. She is. She was almost Velma in an earlier Scooby Doo live action Scooby Doo. Oh, That's yeah. the best thing. I was like, That is something that everybody needed. Yeah. Um, that would have been really. I mean, good. I love Linda Cardellini though. Uh, Linda, if you're listening, come. You can be on the show anytime. Uh, love to talk about Scooby Doo. Love to talk about. I want to know what happened with that movie. I would. I would love to as well. Um, Linda, uh, what was it like uh, working on The Founder? Because The Founder, I don't know if you knew this, Sean. It's not only got Linda Cardellini. It's also got Laura Fucking Dern in that movie. And we do. We could use a Dern talking too. Dern, <laughs> I forgot that was the segment. <laughs> Oh yeah! Also, earlier when I was talking about Mortal Engines, that was me letting you know that what was, PJ was, was up to. Yeah, I think that's kind of insinuated at we, this point. We almost, we could have seen um, the World War One documentary, I think. But I, I think it's only in three D. Uh, someone said that you can find it in two D, but it wasn't around. Here. There's like two screens. I don't know if I'd be able to handle that right now. Like that, that would have. I think that would have been a lot. Like yeah. heaviness. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's you know the fun war. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's one of my favorite lines in Small Soldiers. Like <laughs> Phil Hartman, they're watching like war footage on Phil Hartman's new TV and stereo setup, and he's like eating chips. Like I think World War II is my favorite war. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, that's last the... thing he did, rest R. in R. peace. R. R. Shouldn't R. be dead. No. It's such a sad thing. Yeah. Um, Who, Major chip hazard. I never realized how on the nose that reference that, like name was until you were like it's it's, amazing, it's amazing a major chip. Because in the movie like, oh, uh, things gosh. things do not go well with those microchips. Uh, um, uh, the the, the Gorgon Solos. Uh, the Gorgonite, also the leader, uh, his name is Archer because he has a bow and arrow on his wrist that he uses. Um, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're about an hour in, we're about an hour we in. We did it, we did it. Uh, we we cool. didn't, we weren't sure if we were going to talk for an hour about Bumblebee, but like we it was kind of didn't, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I think we did. Like, I don't know what it's not. to do with the franchise, though. That's my that's my that is question. The biggest question. Mark. Like, where does it go from here? But I'm fine if this is if this is a full reboot and they just do their own thing. I think that's better. I think it's better just to like. Abandon the Michael Bay ones at this point because they were their own thing. And they're not—they're not making money anymore. They're not, and the last one ended up on like these stupid cliffhangers. That like, okay, they. In the last movie they said Earth is a Unicron. Unicron, the old cartoon and stuff, is a giant Orson Welles voiced planet. Oh, that's right. It's the last thing you ever did, right? Yeah. That eats other planets, like, and to make Earth suddenly Unicron, like, what are you gonna do? Like, how does that work? How are you resolving that? you don't you didn't know, did you <laughs> you just threw that in, yeah. um like yeah, d- I, don't just just well I, I wouldn't also wouldn't be surprised if Michael Bay was just kind of done with himself, just like i'm I'm tired of doing yeah. these he should have enough money at this point to do the fuck he wants, and like I didn't see he his still be- produce this, he's still making money from this. I didn't see his Benghazi movie, but apparently that's like actually pretty good and not a hundred percent propaganda either they're like it's a lot less than you would think. Yeah, it's it's really hard to not make propaganda movies. If you're Michael Bay. If you in general. Like, it, yeah. it, like war is really... Uh, I think that's probably why I subliminally don't like war movies, is because the, yeah. it's really hard to like... And we're gonna see Zero Dark Thirty? I did, and I didn't really like it that much. I was like, that- eh. It came out like less than a year, I feel like, after Osama Bin Laden was killed. So it's yeah. like, that is. It's fucking, like they were like ready to make it. It's propaganda as fuck. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, look at Chris Pratt making jokes about killing people. <laughs> look at him now. We're already kind of done with him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. You all right? Well, especially after Infinity War. Everyone kind of. Yeah. Hates <laughs> I don't. I don't. I I thought it was great. No, I thought it was great. Yeah, he has he has the emotional maturity of an eight year old that got taken away from Earth. Yeah, and he's already there. Was a video I watched that was talking about like his arc. His arc is completed as a full character when he pulls the trigger on Gamora. Yeah, and the fact like, but the fact that it doesn't matter is like now what do you do with the character? So having him just kind of flipping out, he kind of just losing his shit. I would love to see a crazy Peter Quill like just losing his like lost his mind. He's just crazy. That's the thing. People, there's been rumors coming out about Guardi- the Guardians 3 script, and people who've read it, James Gunn's version of it, and they're like, it's emotional. Like, it's apparently, like, really, like, emotional. It's a tearjerker. I'm like, fucking fuck. <laughs> fucking it! Awful people getting him fired for no good reason. And it's just going to yeah. not be the same thing. Like, I, there's so many quests, because, like, I would love to see that. Like, him. It's also great in Infinity words because he gets dusted. Not long after that. Like, he's, he fights Thanos for a little bit, but then he doesn't gets. Doesn't really do much after that, yeah. He gets dusted, and, like, when he does, I, he's literally just like, oh, man. Like, him, that. It feels. He's the only one where it feels like it's 100% justified, like. He's which just, is uh, weird. Fuck, like, yeah, he fucked up, and now these are the consequences of man. it. Like, and he doesn't have to, like, sit around with everyone else, too. I love your fucking fan theory with waiting for the quantum realm. Yeah, I, I, saw something, so I saw something online where it was Doctor Strange had to wait for that exact moment to give the time stone to Thanos so that, Ant, that Ant-Man would be in the quantum realm so it would time out perfectly so he'd be safe. I don't know why. Like, I just well, want to find out it, what bullshit reason they say when he comes back where it's like, you're protected by some sort of quantum field. He can, couldn't snap you out. Like, I can't wait to find out. And then, and then he just, and Paul Ryan's just like, yeah, quantum. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> just like, stop saying quantum. <laughs> I, yeah, I just want him to just basically be like, okay, sure, great. That, uh, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here. Let's, I'm let's, I'm here. It, let's, let's... Uh, let's uh, uh, what do you think of the end game trailer, by the way? We should talk about that. Did we never talked about the end game trailer, we did. did we? It was good. It's really good. Uh, I, I'm fine with that. Don't give me anything else. I don't want anything else. It's yeah. coming out. We know when it's coming out. Yeah. I think April, they pushed earlier again. It's like April, end mm-hmm. of April. Yeah. Um, I'd be fine if they fix some do better marketing for Captain Marvel, because I think they're. Those trailers have been weird. Yeah, there's something. I mean, like, it looks good. It looks like it's going to be a good movie, but, yeah. like, I, the trailers are weird. Yeah. It's like a lot of her standing up. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and uh, what are we, we going to do? Watching a woman do stand-up? What is this? The Marvelous Miss Maisel? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that was... Uh-huh. Ha- that was uh, Working overtime to get there. <laughs> <laughs> not worth it. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, though, but I think at the end of the movie, we're going to get some Thanos. Because Ronan's not going to... Ronan's in it. He's not going to get killed. Yeah. I think we're going to see him making a deal with Thanos, and, like, Thanos just lays out his whole, like, I think that we're gonna, he's, I, I won't be surprised if Thanos is, like, in it a lot more than we realize, just because, um, Ronan's there, he's gonna need to work with him, and that might give more of a context for Sam Jackson calling her at the end, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, Sam Jackson knew what happened yeah but also she will have previously have met Thanos yeah so that it's not just who are you and then so yeah like Thanos shooting lasers at each other to a more of an extent than Guardians is in this movie like because he's in the first Guardians yeah and I think he's probably gonna end up working with Ronan in some way or something I won't be surprised if he turns up yeah no no, I I think it makes sense and like it also could add a little more backstory like Mm -hmm. leading into Endgame is it before Endgame is it after Endgame before it's in the nineties. No, I'm saying like when it comes out. What? The like Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is no. It comes out in March. So it's March and then April. Back yeah. Back. Oh Oh shit. Jesus. Oh boy. Those are coming up. <laughs> yeah, those are coming up real soon. Uh That's gonna throw off my whole rewatch. I gotta start my rewatch soon. Yeah. It's gonna be fun again doing that with Game of Thrones as well. Yeah, have to Another. All Another armies. fan theory that I saw online which would be an a crazy one. An absolute crazy one. But I would kind of want to see what it would be. Uh in order to help stop Thanos to get an army on their side, Tony restarts or reboots Ultron because his purpose was to be to defeat whatever evils come to like come from space to destroy Earth. And if they do that and, like, they have a throwdown on Titan with a bunch of Ultron bots there, they could just leave him there. It's like, now you have your own planet. And just give Ultron a weird happy ending. (laughs) I, that would be crazy, but, like, cool, give me that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Infinity War was weird enough, so, I mean, you can get away with some shit like that. Yeah, it's like, ah, sure, I guess, stay here, we'll, uh, We'll keep an eye on you, I guess. The series has in. gotten so far away from Iron Man, dude. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Like, when you go back to Iron Man, you're just like, such a simple time. Using <laughs> flip phones <plays> and shit. <laughs> he has that one. He has that one that turns on its side <laughs> like a TV. <laughs> he calls Jeff Bridges. Uh, boy, Jeff Bridges on a Segway smoking a cigar. In the best. Good old days. the good old days with a Tim Blake Nelson small role. Uh, oh, yeah. The leader. Uh-huh. He's uh, never got that. I always, I've talked about this before, but I expected him to show up in season one of Agents of Shield. Didn't happen. Mm. Said it was a Bill Paxton or a Bill Pullman. I can't quite remember. <laughs> Paxton. It was Paxton. Was it? What show was that? It was like H. John Benjamin. Like their their safe word for their like s sex was Bill Paxton and he like for I think it was H. Like John Benjamin has a band or like one of his like sketch shows or something and he's like I don't remember if it's Paxton or Paulman <laughs> in Independence Day and she's like whipping the shit out of him <laughs> it's so that's really funny it was yeah bad. Paxton, Paxton let me say Paxton R.I.P. <laughs> um, R. R. P. R. P. um Oh, Spider Verse has a really good. I know you haven't seen it yet, but it has a really good Stanley. Um, uh, yeah, cool. it. Oh it his first line in it is also like it hits harder because of the context. Yeah. It's like, oh. um, but it's it's a good one. Um, well, they probably have a couple. They probably have up through. Endgame filmed already with him. Well, the Rumors are that what they said is they, they have a bunch, a bunch so they probably just had him on a green screen just saying random stuff and a CGI costumes. version of his head and, and whatnot. Yeah. Put him Aww. in costumes and he can... I mean, like the Ant-Man 2 one is him, like, by a car just being like, oh, just, ooh, the 60s really messed me up when his car shrinks or something like that. The 60s were fun, but I'm paying for it now I think. <laughs> yeah, no, there was... um. I saw another thing that said that they should do Deadpool because they have Deadpool now. They can mm-hmm. use Deadpool as the cameo. I was like, eh, that would be all right. That'd be fun. Yeah. Like, it's you know, it works yeah. in the context of the universe. Like, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Be all Ryan Reynoldsy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet you are expecting Stanley Lee. you're just expecting somebody else. Well, hmm. Yeah. And they can use their one PG-13 F-word. I still gotta go to Sam Jackson. I he the first thing he needs to say in Endgame is Uckers <laughs> 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 It has to like be. <gasps> Uckers. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> and Captain America's right there, Language. Language. No, Captain America's like, I don't give a shit anymore. We do time for I think they're doing a time jump too and I really want I want it to be a couple years later where it's just he's cleanly shaven he's cleanly shaven There's a, Got there, haircut. there's been a couple memes I've seen where it's him with the beard and then you see the beard get dusted away which <laughs> is pretty good um, the uh, we see Hawkeye which is cool I like that it's the original six members yeah they're probably all gonna wield a stone at the end to defeat Thanos probably right and they're all gonna like team up I don't everybody kind of corresponds to one of them yeah Thor is probably space Tony's probably mind Clint is probably Clint might be soul or Captain America's soul but he's probably time yeah he's gotta be time um, reality's probably widow for some reason powers Hulk so, I don't know if they can Hulk get. Goes. Does Peter Peter Dinklage live? Potentially. He got. Did he get killed by? No. No, he's alive. He might be dusted. They could always make another one. I also would love to see if the. I would love to see the Hulk's arc complete with he's so angry that's when he comes out at the end and he because the gauntlet would fit him. Yeah. So he just gets so angry he rants like he gives like a whole speech about like why this is wrong and then he snaps everything back because he's the only person who could like handle it. Yeah. And that'd be cool if it like kills him. Or if it kills just the Hulk and then Ruffalo is just fine. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah. I, I would love if Ultron though comes up to like kick the shit out of Thanos. But that would be cool. It'd be a if lot. Spader, bring back Spader. Hey, uh, it's me. I'm James Sp- I'm James Spader. <laughs> but yeah, um I uh, um I think we I think we're good. I think we are. I think we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah, thanks for, listening. Uh, thanks for listening. Still don't know what to do with this franchise, but just keep John Cena in it. Um, and uh, just remember to like, rate, and subscribe, and all that good stuff. Follow us on all that bullshit. And all that. Sean's killing the meme game. I had I, uh, I a good one on Christmas. I think with I like James Wan and uh, Mama, 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 Mama. Ma, ma. uh, and also, always remember, hey, if you're getting nervous about diving. Just take a dive. Dive on in. Just dive on in. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Bye.